back to the show. Thanks so much for coming back on. Super excited to have you. How are you doing? Hi. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be back. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good as well. Um, I haven't done an interview in a while with someone. I mean, I've been doing episodes with Heather, but it's been a while since I did an interview. And um, I'm glad that we're doing this again because the last one that we did, um, I think it was titled like something about confidence. That was what the whole episode was about, like confidence and diabetes. And that episode got a lot of downloads. So I think that people will be excited to have you back. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so honored that I'm one of your first interviews as you ramp interviews back up and um, very exciting. I did not know that. I think we were talking about hot diabetic summer, which is like, unfortunately so far away. At least it feels like it. I am very happy to be back. I know it really does feel like that it's like it feels so close but also so far away because spring like I feel like it's such a tease like the days start getting longer and it's it will like warm up here and there but then you'll get like a snowstorm and I don't know it just like teases you so much yeah well especially you being in Denver like that has to be a kind of a rough spring season I feel like the folks like in the southern states are like, heck yeah, summer's here. And you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like where I'm at too, because I'm like an hour away from Denver, so I'm a little bit outside. And it like doesn't get warm here hardly because we're like in the mountains. <laughs> so it's just kind of rough, but it's fine. At least it's pretty. We're making here. the best out of it. Yeah, yeah. do what we can. <laughs> um, but yeah, tell me about um, because I know you were just in Denver. We were supposed to meet up for anyone who doesn't know but it just didn't work out because of snow and travel and all that but tell me about your trip to Denver had you been before and how was um elevation yeah that was my first time being there I loved it it was so much fun like we stayed in the mountains and it was just great to be like in nature but I did so bad with the elevation like I was nauseous almost the entire time I was chugging water my blood sugars were relatively okay except I had some like very stubborn highs like throughout the night and I don't know if that was associated with the elevation I'm gonna write it off as it was um I don't know if that's normal for people but other than that like I love Denver it was a great time Good. I'm glad you had a good trip despite having issues with it because it definitely messes people up. Like, and it's hard too because there's not, there's very conflicting information about how elevation impacts blood sugar, just like most things because it affects people so differently. So it's just like hard to prepare for because I've heard some people like going low a lot when they're at higher elevation and like you never know if you're going to get elevation sickness and just so many different factors, but. Yeah, like literally like everything. It's like, how do I prepare? Like I can talk to 10 diabetics and everyone says a different thing. So it's Mm -hmm. just like something you just got to experience and roll with the punches. And that's just kind of what I did. (laughs) It's just life with diabetes, I guess. Yep. (laughs) Gotta love it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, So I wanted to talk a little bit about your rebrand, which I know is not new as of now, like it's probably been a year, maybe I don't, I don't know, I think it was like around a year ago, right, that you changed your brand to Rage Rage Bullis Babe. Yeah, yeah, it's been like a little over a year. So yeah, you're, you're pretty spot on. Um, yeah, I just, um, I, I came into like, do you want the backstory and all of that? Yeah. Give me the backstory. Okay. Okay. So I came into the DOC, the diabetic online community, um, literally just 
hoping to meet other diabetics. Like I was just like, okay, it's, it's time. Like I've lived 10 ish years of my, well, probably eight at the time I've lived eight ish years of my life with diabetes with like really out, like no interaction with other diabetics. Like, let me just put myself out there. And of course, being a very like nervous person about diabetes, like I was shamed when I was younger about it. Like I just had like a lot of um, fear around talking about it. So I just like picked a random username and I was like, all right, everyone in the diabetes community seems like they're picking something that says like along the lines of like type one. So I was like, type one shine. Yes. I'm going to shine and spread my light and like, yay, diabetes. And like, that's not the case. Like diabetes isn't like that. And as positive as you can try to spin it. I feel like I was resonating more with people in the diabetes community when I was speaking my truth and sharing about like the realities of diabetes and like how management isn't perfect. And like, it's hard to really see some of these like quote unquote influencers come here and like post that their blood sugars are perfect. Right. So I wanted to make sure like I was sharing my truth, especially as I started gaining a following. Like, I didn't want people to think like, oh my gosh, I have to be like very strict regimen, just like this person, because they have followers, they must be doing something right. I'm like, no, no, (laughs) like you can have followers or be like this name in the diabetes community and still not really know what you're doing sometimes. And so like, I just knew the original username, like didn't really resonate with me anymore and so that's kind of when I like started brainstorming and I was just like what kind of resembles all of that like resembles a little bit of chaos a little bit of like doing my best out here and that's kind of when rage bolus babe like came to fruition like for anyone who doesn't know a rage bolus is when your blood sugar is high and you take additional insulin on top of your correction dose So you're like a little bit angry about your blood sugar not coming down and you take extra insulin. And like, I think that in itself, like that concept is kind of the epitome of the way I manage diabetes sometimes. And I think the way some of us manage diabetes, and that's totally fair, right? Like we have really rough days sometimes where we feel like we're rage bullishing all the time. But then we also have other days where we're like, I love diabetes. I love my medical devices. This is awesome. Like just really empowering. And so that's kind of what I wanted to embody with Rage Bullis Babe and really give my community like a space to feel like they could be imperfect, but also really excited about their diabetes on days that are going well. Yeah, I think that those are my favorite accounts online are the ones that like show the really bad days and the things that diabetics do in real life like rage bolusing because it's just like hard to go online sometimes and see people with like just like these perfect numbers in like a five for an a1c which like I am happy for those people like if that is your situation that's seriously amazing and I like I wish that mine was like that but it's just not always relatable and like especially for me because I do struggle with like highs and lows and I don't, I relate to like the rage bolus thing so much. I didn't even know there was a term for it until I joined 
like the Instagram community and stuff like that. But um, I went to, I had a doctor's appointment like last week, I think. And this was my first appointment since I've had both the pump and the CGM like kind of working together. Cause that's like new for me. I haven't had CGM. I've had the pump for a bit, but um, I don't know. My doctor was just like, and, and she was really great. So like, I feel like I got lucky with um, a new doctor out here. She's like super like understanding, encouraging and stuff like that. But she was like looking at my graphs and like the insulin that I take and stuff like that. And she was like, I'm not going to lie. Like you kind of like micromanage your diabetes. Like you're supposed to like let the two like work together and like, cause she's like, I see you're like taking extra insulin when your blood sugar is high a lot. And like, even if it's like small doses, which I do that. So like, that's not technically like a rage bolus, but I also struggle with that too. Like it's just hard, like looking at a graph and like seeing your blood sugar at like 250 and rising, even though that even though you have active insulin and it's like, oh no, like don't take a correction yet. I'm like, no, it's literally rising and it's so high right now. Like, I don't know, it's just it's hard to like deal with that. And I don't think that people always like understand our perspective on that kind of thing. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Like, how are we not supposed to? rageful is in a sense or take that extra insulin when we care so much about our bodies too so it's it's like kind of counteractive and I I get your doctor's point like okay just let it ride but also it's like hey doc I'm trying really hard like I mm-hmm. want my blood sugars to be good like let me <laughs> let yeah. me micromanage it a little bit it's a hard balance but are you on the, you're on the Omnipod now no I'm on the tandem pump and then which I got put on that, like, I think it's been almost two years that I've been on that one. Okay. And I have the Dexcom. Gotcha. You're new to the Dexcom. I remember now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you like it? How's it going? Yeah, I really do like it. I just, I do struggle with like micromanaging my diabetes and like just perfectionism. And like, it's, it's hard for me, like looking at my blood sugar all the time and kind of like seeing it rise. Like, I don't know. My doctor, when I was talking to her, she was like, she was like, when you eat something, like it's okay for your blood sugar to rise, which I've been diabetic for like 16 years, but like, I don't know why I was just like, I really like needed someone to say that to me because I feel like when I go online sometimes and I see people just like these perfect graphs and it's like, I'm like, did you eat something all day? Because I'm like, how are you not like rising sometimes? And like, I know that there's strategies to like pre-bolus and all these different things, but like, I don't know. I obviously can't follow that in my everyday life. So I think that seeing my numbers all the time is kind of difficult for me with like managing my mental health on top of that and like being okay with like seeing the rises. But I mean, I obviously has like helped my management a ton as well. So it's like a give and take. Like I really like it, but it's also like a little bit difficult. Yeah. And I don't think you're alone on that either. Like I definitely struggle with that. Every time I open my phone, I go Mm -hmm. directly to my Dexcom app. I don't care if I have a million text messages waiting. I literally default right to the app. And it's, it really is like a hard balance with like, okay, how do I keep my sanity while also trying to keep myself healthy and yeah kudos to the people who have straight lines like for their graphs I hope to be you one day but I'm not going to like kill my mental health over trying to do that yeah I would say it's like a hard balance to like figure out and 
I don't like I think that I'm still learning every day too with that it's just like I don't know sometimes I really do have bad days with it where it like frustrates me so much and then I am rage bolsing and I'm taking like four extra units and then I'm like plummeting down and then I'm like trying to bring it up and just the highs and lows and that kind of thing but I don't know I'm really trying to even just like look at my um pump and like if I'm riding like a little bit higher but I'm like I still have active insulin I'm like I'm just gonna let it ride out instead of like doing what I normally do and like trying to take insulin to bring it back down because it's just a mess sometimes I'm right there with you I totally get it and like on those days all you can do is just be like well that's diabetes for you right like I wish there was like an easier way to go about it but hopefully and I I know some people really beat themselves up over it so hopefully like you can just kind of take a step back especially if you're listening and you you struggle with that like just just know like it happens to all of us like (laughs) and if if you follow someone who says it doesn't happen they're lying (laughs) they're posting old graphs something like it does happen I have no idea like even I don't know I just don't know how like you would not let it affect your mental health even if you've done so much work and like practicing of like letting it go and just like being more gentle to yourself and kind when like things are going bad and trying not to blame yourself I think that sometimes it's just super frustrating and like it happens to all of us and it's kind of just like a daily thing and some days are just like a write-off where you're just like I just need to forget about today yeah and that's really all you can do right like no amount of therapy is I mean therapy does help I will say that (laughs) it definitely does but like it does not take it away that's for sure for real yeah spot on (laughs) so tell me what is on the horizon for rage bulls babe and kind of like what are you working on right now yeah, lots on the horizon. Um, I last year quit my job um, right before I turned 26. And I don't know <laughs> if that was the smartest decision um, diabetes wise, only because like we all know when you turn 26, you go off of your, your parents' health insurance, right? So I decided Um, it was time for me to move on to bigger and better things. I loved my previous job. I was working at an accounting firm. It was awesome. Um, I don't know who says accounting is awesome, but I do. (laughs) I loved my last job, but I just knew that there was more that I wanted to do. And I wanted my main focus to really be around advocacy for diabetics. And while I do have like another job that I am working towards. Like I'm, I'm building out a media agency right now, which is also very fun. But my main focus is advocating for diabetics. But to tie it back to the 26th thing, I learned really hard and really quickly um, how expensive healthcare is in the United States for us diabetics. Like I obviously knew I had been a part of the diabetes community. I've heard voices like people saying it. And when I like really dove into it, I was like, this is a lot more messed up than people just saying insulin is expensive. Right. And so um, that has been kind of like my main focus over the last few months. I've just been really learning about like big pharma and the way our government works and kind of all of that. And really realized in case people aren't familiar, like we're in 
an insulin crisis right now. Like there are millions of Americans who cannot afford their insulin and are going without it. And we literally just talked about high blood sugars. We know how awful it is to have a high blood sugar. Imagine wanting to do something about it and literally not being able to afford it. That's awful, right? Um, And like, I I read this very interesting study by the CDC, actually, it was a survey. Um, In 2021, one point, let me make sure I get this number right, 1.3 million diabetics said that they rationed their insulin due to the cost of it. 1.3 million That's insane. And that was in 2021 and inflation has already gone up from there. Um, And while like there has been a lot of really positive media about the insulin crisis, right? We're seeing these big corporations put caps on their insulin. It's still not enough. (laughs) And so um, really trying to get the word out about this, about the insulin crisis and make some change because it it is affecting what well, if it's not affecting you directly as a diabetic it's affecting the next diabetic or the next one after that and if you're not a diabetic it's likely affecting diabetics in your life that you actually might not even know they're diabetic so um it's it's something that's very near and dear to my heart because nobody should have to go without their medication just because of the greed of some of these corporations Yeah, I think it's absolutely insane. And it's like, it's crazy too, because insulin is only one very small part of like such a bigger issue. Like it sucks that insulin is that expensive, obviously, but like it's so many different layers of like our healthcare system and like getting health insurance. Like even it sucks that like I'm in a very like privileged place where it's like if, if I couldn't get insulin, like my parents could absolutely like get insulin for me or whatever, if I couldn't afford it. Um, And even just like, I have a good job and I have good insurance through my work and all these things. But like, even I feel scared in the back of my mind, like, what if I lose my job? Like, what if this happens? What if that happens? I don't feel like there's a safety net. Or even like, what if I get out one of my vials of insulin and it's frozen? Like, what do I do then? It's just like all these different things where it's like, it just feels so scary to be diabetic and like I said like I'm in a very privileged spot where it's like I can afford these things and I have health insurance so it's insane for someone who doesn't have health insurance can't afford it and insulin's only one part like we what like we were talking about before rage bolsing things like that we're using devices that help us so much in our management and I truly feel like if I didn't have a pump um at the very least didn't have a pump didn't have a CGM or even didn't have both of those things like I think that my mental health would be so much worse because I would have, I would be having such a harder time managing it. So it's like, and then you have to talk about like how much do pumps cost? How much do pump supplies cost? Like all these different things. So it's just, it's really like frustrating to see these things and like know that not a lot has been done about it and it's been going on for so long. Um, What do you think about like the most recent media that's out there about I think it's Eli Lilly that um released and said that they uh put a cap on insulin yeah no I I completely agree with you and I I want to point out something that's like very important as well that we can have the privilege to have access to these things because I also feel like I'm in a place where I do have a strong support system if I could not 
afford my supplies that someone would be able to help me out. But it's also very important, even if we're in this place of privilege, to recognize that this is a huge issue and it's affecting a lot of people who aren't privileged. So we want people to keep that in mind, even though it's not impacting you directly, it's impacting a lot of other people. Um, and obviously, Kate, you know that, but some people I feel like really get in their heads about it sometimes. Well, I'm not, I'm not impacted. It's like, yes, let's speak from privilege, but also now amplify other people's voices. And that's kind of the goal here. And even with Eli Lilly, the the insulin cuts awesome, right? We love seeing the movement um, and the the progressiveness working through the insulin crisis, right? Okay, so this corporation is is taking something into their own hands, regardless of the motives, we're not going to get into that. But I will say the insulin cuts will help people. Um, It's not going to help enough people though, right? Um, Only 30% of insulin users use Eli Lilly's insulin. It's not my favorite. I had my doctor ask me if I wanted to go on one of their insulins. I tried it because my insurance at the time needed me to, and it burned. I hated it. So I switched off of Eli Lilly's insulin. And obviously that's just my experience. I know it works for a ton of people and a ton of people might be switching because it's now the affordable option, but it's something to keep in mind. It's not the only option or the option that's universal. And then I think Nova Nordic, actually, I know Nova Nordic and Santa Fe, the other two big insulin um, providers, they did. Uh, released that they were going to be lowering their insulin prices as well, not as significantly, and it's not going to happen until 2024. Of course, that stuff takes time to get put into place. It's great movement, but they're lowering their cost to like $75 a vial. That's still not affordable, especially Mm -hmm. when the average diabetic needs like three vials a month. That (laughs) That is not affordable for the working class, really mainly for people in the middle class as well. Like it's just not feasible to keep buying these supplies at the rate that they're at. It's like nice to see the small steps, but it's just like, it doesn't feel like enough at the same time. And yeah, it's just like hard to, hard to watch it all. Um, I think that like, it's hard too, because like, it feels hopeless sometimes. Like, feels like we're up against something so big and so many people are trying to do things and obviously like all these small things definitely help like amplifying other people's voices and like releasing articles and educating other people and talking about it like these things definitely do help but it's just hard like it feels like we don't have a lot of power against something that's so big um how would you say that we can help like what are what are the best ways that we can help this Yeah. So there's, there's definitely a ton of ways we can help. Right. Um, And one of the things that I felt like (laughs) when I quit my job and I was like, I've got to do something more about this, right? Like this is impacting so many people, like something I've been working on for months now is figuring out how we can really amplify this social movement essentially to get attention to the insulin crisis. And um, I have a ton of resources that I, are you able to put things in your show notes? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. 
I will definitely send them to you because I have a ton of resources and I want to tell everyone about them as well. So there are a ton of resources out there. We just need to make sure we're working with the right organizations that are trying to actually help diabetics, right? Um, And I'm not going to get into all of that, but there are really great resources. The biggest thing that I'm going to tell any diabetic is that community is key. Connecting with the diabetes community, and even if it's just meeting people online, is going to be like game-changing, especially if you might need supplies. Um, There's so many people in the diabetic community who have extra supplies who are willing to share it and and, um, uh, pass things forward, right? So definitely reach out to your community. And if you can't find in your local community, if you have extra supplies, if you can't find someone to give your extra supplies to, definitely connect with the Embrace Foundation, or Mutual Aid Diabetes. These are organizations that are collecting supplies on behalf of other diabetics and sending them out to people who tell them that they're in need. So if you can't find people in your local community to give your extra supplies to, definitely reach out to these organizations. And then if you're not a diabetic and you want to help people, if you can with your monetary support, or if you're a diabetic and you have the extra ka-ching, ka-ching, and are able to donate. Some really amazing organizations are T1 International, uh, the Insulin Initiative, the Diabetes Link, and Mutual Aid Diabetes. There's a million more organizations that are doing really wonderful things, but these are some of the top ones. And the four that I just read off to you are actually the four that are sponsoring the newest bill in Senate, the Insulin for All bill um, that I believe Bernie Sanders and one other senator introduced, it's slipping my name who it is, Um, they introduced it and it's to cap insulin at $20. And that's going to be a really, really huge bill that we want to pass. Amazing. I love those. And I will definitely link all those in my um, show notes. And I think that with um, mutual aid and things like that, that um, like send out extra supplies. I, I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they ask for like any sort of proof. It's like no questions asked, like they'll just send you it if you need it, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, obviously honor system, but if you're a diabetic and you need supplies, I, I guarantee that if they can help you, I'm, I'm sure they're going to. Yeah, definitely. So that's a really great resource. Um, so yeah, definitely check those out. And then um, tell me about the campaign that you're doing. Okay, yeah. So um, in the beginning of April, coming very, very soon, I am working on basically, I want to boost the social movement that is already behind the insulin crisis, right? We already have so many people talking about this. We've seen this all the way from viral tweets. Now the mainstream media is covering it. Like, I want us to continue to boost what's going on here and keep keep talking about it, right? So the campaign is basically trifold. There's there's three parts to it. Um, first thing, we need to get more people talking about the insulin crisis. And we need to do that. We need people beyond those who just have social media platforms like you and I to start talking about it. And I, when I was brainstorming, I'm like, okay, how do we really get other people to be passionate about this, to start advocating for diabetics like this is an issue obviously our loved ones care about it but 
let's really get the community talking. And I thought, what if we got our clothing to talk for us, right? What if our clothing was our walking billboard? So I designed, my team and I, we designed this amazing hoodie um, and it basically provokes people to ask you about the insulin crisis. Uh, so if you're walking around the streets and someone sees your hoodie and they ask you, uh, you'll be able to tell them, hey, there's this insulin crisis going on. 1.3 million Americans are rationing their insulin. Insulin costs nine times more than the other wealthy countries. Like you can tell them all of these things and you can also then start to have that ripple effect inside of your local community, people seeing you wearing the sweatshirt. The second piece of it is has to do with our lawmakers. We really need to turn up the heat and we need to put pressure on our elected officials. And they need to know that the people who elected them, the people who they're representing, rely on this change happening. Like we are, people are literally dying because of this insulin crisis. So we need this change. And so for every hoodie that's sold, I'm going to send a letter to one of our representatives. There's 535 of them, including the Senate and the Congress. Um, and I'm basically going to tell them, listen, on behalf of your constituents, we need this to change. This is what's going on. And like, we really care about this issue. And then the third piece of it is monetary, right? I named off a ton of really great organizations and the only way they can do what they're doing is if they have funding for it. And these are nonprofits. Um, so 10% of the proceeds for each order of the campaign will go to T1 International, an organization that I absolutely love. They have been on the forefront of the insulin for all campaign and um, they'll get 10% of the proceeds of each order. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully that is a good chunk of monetary uh, value that we can provide this campaign to keep pushing things forward for insulin for all, especially this new bill. It comes at a perfect time, especially this new bill in the Senate that they were the number one supporter of. So uh, definitely want to want to help them out where we can. I am super excited about the sweatshirts because I loved your Rage Bolus sweatshirts that you had released a couple months ago. Um, when will these ones be releasing or are they already released? They are releasing April 2nd and I haven't announced that date to anyone. So you are okay. the first one. Um, I'm actually wearing it right now. You want a sneak peek? Okay. I saw like a little <laughs> bit in the corner and I was like, is that a new design? I was wondering. It is. Yeah. So this is the front. We're not straying from the rage bolus. So if you are in love with that saying, like it's still there. And then the back. Okay. Let me show you. Um, <laughs> can you see it? Oh my gosh. Yes. I love it. Okay. So then the back says, ask me about the insulin crisis. Um, and it's more of like a street style hoodie, but I like poured my sweat and tears into this thing. I love it. It's such high quality. Each order is literally going to be shipped out with love from yours truly. Um, but really, like, I just, I, I want to get people talking about this. I, and even if you're not a diabetic, it's so subtle. The non-diabetics in my life that have seen me wearing this for the last few weeks are like, when can I buy one? 
I need one right now. And so uh, even if you're not, even if your boyfriend's not, your mom's not, they need one of these sweatshirts, get people talking about the insulin crisis. I am super excited for April 2nd. I will definitely be buying one. Um, So when someone sees the back and let's say they do ask you about it, what so like obviously we can give a little bit everyone would give their own version of like what the insulin price crisis is but like what could we tell them to do to help yeah that is amazing I'm so glad you asked that so um each order is going to come with a little card and it's going to give you a few facts about the insulin crisis and then what you can do to help and I'm going to advise people any of the organizations that we listed out that we talked about today. Um, They're also going to be on the card. Pick your favorite and tell them, you know, I would love for you to send $5 to this organization. And if they're like, I have no money, even better, because you have no money, what you can do is you can call up your representative and you can tell them, hey, did you know there's an insulin crisis going on? I need you to pass this bill that's in the Senate. This means I need this to pass. And that's free. That takes five minutes of your time. You could write them a letter if you want. You can send them an email. Um, Contacting your representatives is going to be huge and very easy and a free way to continue the advocacy. Yes, um, I love that. Do you have like an email template that people can just easily like copy and paste into their email and send out? That is an amazing idea. I have one for me for when I like shoot out the orders, but what I'll actually do is um, make that available for everyone. I think I'll, I'll figure out a way, like either I'll link it on a blog post, I'll send it to you. We'll, we'll figure out a way to get it to people because I think that is a genius idea. Cool. Yeah. I think that would be like a super easy way for people to just, you know, put it in, put it in their email and just send it away. Takes two seconds of your time. Then you don't even have to think about what to write. Absolutely. Spam your representatives. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Let's all do it. (laughs) Well, Tini, thank you so much for sharing what you're up to and just giving all this information, all the resources and all the research that you did. Um, I'm really excited for everything that you have coming up. Super excited about the sweatshirts. Um, Everything that you talked about on the show, I will put in the show notes so people will have links to everything that they heard on the podcast. Um, And then tell people where they can find you online. Awesome. Yeah, this was amazing. It's always a great time. I'm so glad we were able to do this. Uh, You can find me at Rage Bullis Babe on Instagram and on TikTok. And then um, we also have a Facebook group called Rage Bolusers. It's a small community, but we're mighty. And it's not like your regular Facebook groups where things can get a little little rough sometimes. Um, So that's definitely a fun community as well. But I am on those three socials. Perfect. I will put them in the show notes. Thank you so much.